Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. They say we'll start at 7 o'clock. I don't know about that. It's the last game, but it should be one of the great games of the entire week of the Corky Kell Dave Hunter kickoff classic. It'll be Walton against Grayson. We're pleased to be joined on the WaitForIt.com hotline by Coach Daniel Bruner from Walton High School. Coach, good morning to you. Morning, Coach. Hey, great morning, guys. Appreciate y'all having me on. He sounds like he's ready to go. Yeah. We get some well, coaches on here that just have coffee and no. kind of come around. This dude is ready to call some plays. <laughs> you hear that, boys? Coach, you ready, you ready for this season to get started, right? You know it, man. Y'all got me started early on my Sunday morning, so I just get to work a little earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, talk, I know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Talk about it at this stage. Of, you know, you, you all set to go into your game. We, you started getting into a routine, basically. Um, do you start this week? Or have you already been, like, in a routine, like like a game week? No, we treated last week essentially kind of like our extra week, our camp week. So we came out of our scrimmage the week before with some, some kind of answers of where we got to put some guys and move some guys around personnel-wise and, you know, last week we really tried to treat as much of that as we could as prepping for the season, hitting as many scenarios as we can in our practice week, um, starting to work on Grayson, starting to try to get our scheme and whatnot ready. Uh, and we're going to move right on into this week and treat this just like a game week, man. We got one extra day, um, but we've been playing this game for – this will be year seven for us um, with, with this same coaching staff. So I feel like we've got a pretty good plan intact for the extra week we had and then moving into a, an extra day – uh, in a game week. So um, I'm excited, man. Kids had a great summer, great off season. Uh, I'm fired up. You know, we got a great opponent in Grayson, very talented group after watching them play last Thursday. Uh, we're going to have our hands full, man. But, you know, this is this is why we play these games. You want to play top-tier talent at the beginning of the season and, and really see what you got going on uh, moving into the, the, the regular season and the non-region schedule. Coach, all right, th- th- I'm telling you, this dude can get people to run through a wall. This is some of these coaches we get on here. You got me worked up there, Coach. But as you talked about preparation and, and, and what you've seen so far from your team, but what do you like about your team right now? You haven't had a game yet. You talked about the practices and the scrimmages you've had. What is it that, or a couple things, that are making you smile and making you feel a, like you're in a good place as you approach this season about your team? I think the experience that we bring back this year is it's kind of uncanny for us. Um, we've got a lot of seniors coming back that have been playing since their sophomore year, some since their freshman year. That gets me extremely excited because there is no, um, there's nothing that you can put in a place with experience on a Friday night, right? I think that's a big part of it. And, and the biggest piece for me right now, man, these kids love football. These kids love the game of football. They love practicing. They love each other. Um, they play their play their butts off, man. They practice their butts off, and that to me. We're going to have all the buy-in we need this year. Now it's our job as coaches to funnel that and put that in the right direction. And right now, I don't know if I've had a group going into the season I've been more excited about just for that very reason. Um, you know, I, I don't know that you find good, talented teams that want to work. There's some special things that can occur, and that's what we've got going on at our place right now. Spending time on the waitforit.com hotline with Coach Daniel Bruno. He is a head coach of the Walton Raiders. They're playing the final game 
of the Dave of the uh, Corky Kell Dave Hunter Kickoff Classic uh, at Mercedes Benz Stadium next Saturday evening. And he is social. You can find him on the Twitter, the X, whatever you call it. Uh, Coach D Bruner, all lowercase. Coach D Bruner, all lowercase. Uh, Coach, last season you you played in this game and you played against Mill Creek. You, you it was one of the most exciting games of the entire week. Um, just a thrilling game. Your quarterback threw for over 400 yards against a secondary that included the high school player of the year on a team that would win the state championship. And later on, you guys would t- take Buford out of the playoffs. People think about what this team achieved last season, and you can't surprise anybody this year. There are a lot of expectations for what this team could do. There's no doubt. I mean, I think when we look at what we've done over the last you know, six years, we had a little struggle getting over that second-round hump in the playoffs, and then we made it to the Final Four, and we, we got knocked out against a good Milton team. And then last year, we get over that second-round deal and beating Buford the second round and, you know, get knocked out in the quarterfinals. You know, what, what we've got to get better at is the middle part of the games, you know, later in the season. I think where, where we struggled in those past two years in the playoffs was, you know, the, the middle four minutes of the game. You know, we didn't finish the half very well, and we didn't come out and start the second half very well. Um, and both 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 years we had chances to, to to run. I mean, we really did. We had chances to win this game in the third quarter, and we we didn't. We, we let the momentum go the other way, and so we've got to get better there. But you know, I don't think we're going to sneak up and surprise anybody. I think we've got a big target on our back, and that's exactly what we want. That's, that's what we've been trying to build this thing for. Uh, and, and I think right now we're getting some of the recognition that these kids deserve. And uh, at the end of the day, we've just got to stay focused on our process that we believe in. You know, when we're not doing anything differently than we've done the last few years. And, you know, we were struggling to kind of get over that second-round hump. I went and met with as many coaches as I could that have had success. What do we got to do? What are we doing that's not getting us position to win those games? And, you know, I think the best message I kept hearing was stay the course, man. Keep doing what you're doing. You're not, you're not got to go reinvent the wheel. You're not doing anything wrong that's holding you back. You've got to have some things go your way in that part of the season. And uh, you know, I think I realized that more than ever. You've got to stay healthy. You've got to have the ball bounce your way. You know, there's got to be some good things that come in alignment for you to make those deep runs and those, those hopefully state championship runs at some point. Um, but, but if you don't believe in what you're doing and have faith in what you're doing and you're always searching and trying to find out, like, what is it out there that I can go do uh, differently, um, I think you're always going to be grasping straws. And for me, we've got a lot of faith and belief in what we're going to do. Um, and you're always trying to find that edge and everything we're going to do in our all season is trying to get better at certain things that we didn't do well last year. So we've done a lot of study in that world. We've got some things that we knew going into the off season that we wanted to get better at as a program. And I feel like we have. So, you know, I think staying the course and, and, and being true to who we are at Walton because we're not going to be Lowndes. We're not going to be Colquitt. We're not going to be Buford. We're going to be Walton. we got to stay true to that. Um, and we've been able to be successful against those teams. So, you know, at the end of the day, I know we got people that, that, that are looking at us and got a target on our back, but that's, that's exactly what we want. If, if that wasn't the case, then we wouldn't very, be a very good ball team. Yeah, yeah. Coach Greg got a question for you in a moment, but I just want to mention during the spring, Greg, I like to go riding around the spring practices in May, and I cruise through, you know, Walton one day, and the college coaches, man, were out there in droves. And it says something about, you know, there's a lot of recruiting that goes on in this area. But the idea that you – there were coaches there from coast to coast, Coach. And, and, but, but you guys were focused on what you were doing, but always that awareness. How, how was that spring, and how, how do you handle that? It seems like you guys handled that so well. But there's a lot of – from every college I could think of was lined up there watching you guys. How do how, you use that as motivation? Do the younger guys see that and as motivation for them? How do you guys handle having – you know, those kind of eyes on you while you're working out? You know, it's become the usual at our place. I mean, we'll have 
Ivy League all the way to Georgia, all the way to, to that go Stanford. You know, we had Oklahoma in our building. So from coast to coast, like you said, I think our kids have gotten used to it and, and it's kind of a running joke. We got a bad practice and there ain't any coaches on. We got to get somebody out there to put a daggum college shirt on to come watch us play because those boys will play a little bit harder in the spring when there's coaches lined up. <laughs> right? So call Uncle Eddie. He'll come out and put a, put a Tennessee shirt on, get the boys to play a little bit. But, you know, I, I think what, what we've done is we've built a great foundation. I've got a great director of operations, uh, Monty Bumper, who helps me with everything. Shout out to Coach Bumper. Shout out to Coach Bumper. Hey, no doubt, man. And, and he, he runs our recruiting page and all that. So, you know, what we've gotten built here, I think, is something that's going to help our kids go to the next level and play if that's something they opt to do. You know, we'll have you – know, we got Academy kids this year. We've got Ivy League kids this year. we got a Georgia commit, a UNC commit, a Wake Forest commit. I mean, you know, South Carolina, list goes on. And we run the gamut of our kids going to Division three all the way up to Power Five, And we've built a recruiting process for our kids that's different than any other school. And we've had some kids come join us from other places. And, you know, I think it's been insightful to see how much more we're doing than other schools are doing. And and that's not a knock on other, other programs, but I know that's a part of what we have to do this day and age. And so we start from the very beginning when our kids are, are looking to be recruitable athletes, meaning that they've got varsity game film, we're going to start that process with them and their parents. So we're going to sit down at the very beginning of this thing and we're going to kind of be with them the whole way. And what we kind of tell the parents is, look, we're getting this kid invested in this process and we're going to ask you to step away. Now we're here to be a, uh, an aid for you, but it's about this kid. If they're not invested in the process and they've got a complete buy-in, then, then it's not something that we need to go down this, this, this pathway to. Like, so I think that, that part has helped us out getting buy-in from the kids and the parents. Um, and then we bring the parents back in later on in the process. As obviously, it's got to be a family decision where they're going. Um, but like we tell the parents, man, it's not about these Instagram photo shoots. It's not about all this Twitter nonsense. It's about do you really want to go get in this grind of what, what college football really is. Like what we do is, is as close to a college-level program as you can get to. But when you go to that next level, they're going to love you up and tell you how great you are all the way to this process. But once you get on their campus, yeah. <laughs> you're there. And, and they ain't going to treat you the same way they treat you in the recruiting process. So we just try to be as open and honest with them as possible and, and make sure that they understand what they're getting themselves into and, and help just navigate the process, man. I think us building relationships with all these college guys has been – Absolutely tremendous. I got a young tight end, and you know, I knew they were going to Ohio State. I got a great relationship with the tight end coach up there, and you know, I said, "Hold on, let me call them." I called them up, and they were like, "Oh my God, it's like that." I'm like, "Well, that's just how we do things. I'm building relationships with as many folks as I possibly can to help my kids be in a position to go to the next level and play, right? And that doesn't mean because I got a relationship with kids gonna get a Power Five offer, but what it does mean is it can open up a door for that kid where they can get that exposure, and if they're good enough to play, they're gonna get be good enough to get that opportunity. So, I mean, I. I do think what we've done is helped encourage more and more schools come to our place. Uh, we had over 200-some college coaches come through during the spring. Um, our kids are going to get exposure. If you're good enough, you're going to get those opportunities. And, you know, I think that, that part has kind of just been innate and in, in, in what we try to build this thing from the start. But, you know, you talk about having all those guys around and staying focused. I just think our kids have become accustomed to it now. They understand that's part of what we do and it's part of what's going on at Walton on a day-to-day. The guy who's got you leaning into the radio, that is Daniel Bruner, head coach of the Walton Raiders, joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Coach, we're going to give you a second to uh, give your coaching staff a little airtime and let us know the uh, people that are helping you get through the season and, and helping you succeed. Golly, I mean, I, I wish I could name all of them. i got such a big staff right now. But, you know, shout out to all my OGs, the guys that have been with me from the beginning of this thing. I uh, – I had to hire about 10 new coaches, three new coordinators last season, and that was daggum nerve-wracking. Uh, but I tell you what, the guys that have been with me from the beginning, Monty Bumper, Bill Ledden, 
uh, Juwan McKnight, Pat K, Josh Allen. Um, golly, I know I'm forgetting some guys, but we, we just had a great crew that helped me reestablish what it is our, our culture is uh, when these new guys came in last year. And uh, it has been absolutely outstanding. I mean, it was reinvigorating for me. Um, but, you know, we brought on new coordinators. Alan Gordon's our defensive coordinator, done a tremendous job for us. Um, Tyler Jones, our offensive coordinator, he's hot name in the offensive world right now, um, putting up a ton of points last year for us. Yeah. And then me and him just see eye to eye. I'm a defensive guy. So when I hire an OC, we better see eye to eye because I've got to be able to step away and let them do their thing. And, you know, Coach Letton, who is our associate head coach, O-line coach, he's really, you know, my, my guy on the offensive side that keeps the train running over there and keeping us in the right position to keep progressing what we're doing offensively and knows really what I want. Um, Kevin Horn, our special teams coordinator and strength coach, has done a tremendous job. You know, I've got a lot of other guys I can keep rattling off, but I will tell you this, man. I, I've got a phenomenal staff. I think that's what's made this thing so enjoyable this year. Um, I've had great staffs all the way through, but it's been really amazing to watch how tight-knit my group is. And we brought guys in like Morgan Burnett, who's coaching safety sports. Morgan has been a phenomenal human with us, man. And like you get an NFL dude like that with all that kind of experience. You never know what you're going to get, man. But the humility and humbleness that guy has, I think, is, is a great little insight into, like, what my staff is right now. Ain't nobody got an ego in this. We're all in this for these kids, and we're all in this to do the best we possibly can to make sure these kids have a chance to be successful. And it ain't about us. It ain't about anybody trying to get a pat on the back, offense, defense, uh, receiver, coach, coach Brett Cooper, who's played a lot of gosh darn good football, man, has done a tremendous job. And, you know, whether it's the slide out that he calls on making plays or, or the running back, man, we're all in there cheering each other on, supporting each other. And, you know, that I think is why this summer and this, this all season has been so much fun for me. And it's getting me really excited moving into to, to the regular season. It's just when you got a good group of guys with the same goal, the same objective in mind, you know, it, it, it's, it's got a lot of hope for me, man, that we're going to have a successful year. I got, got to let you go in just a moment, but it's, you're going to have the longest wait of anybody to play your first game because it may start it's scheduled for 7 o'clock, but if one of the earlier games run over, run late, you could be kicking off at 7.30 or 8 o'clock or 8.30. How are you going to keep your team ready and poised to go out and play considering this long wait that you're going to have? I think it's managing the, the, the emotions of the day. You know, when I was telling my kids, I don't want emotional players, man. Emotions get you beat. Emotions get you beat in life. They get you beat in the game of football. So we're going to try to stay as even keel as we plan. Uh, we can. We got a plan. We played the late game um, before. Heck, our first year in this thing, we ended up winning the game at 1 a.m. in the morning. So I don't care what time we play. <laughs> we've got a good plan. Uh, and if it ends up being 1 a.m. again, I expect us to walk off that field victorious. But it's all about managing that day, right? So yeah. we'll bring them in in the morning. We'll do a little Coach Brewer yoga session, um, feed them breakfast, do a little walkthrough. We send them home. They'll come back in the early afternoon, and then we'll follow protocol from that point. It's like a normal game day for us. So we're going to go through team meal, team breakfast, our team uh, walkthroughs, offense, defense, special teams, load the, load the trailer, load the buses, head on down. And then from that point, we are just trying to stay as low-key as possible. Yeah. You know, we don't need to get excited about nothing. Coach you know, just to walk through that tunnel. Coach <laughs> reminded me of a phrase. I don't yeah. know if it applies in, in his world, but when he talked about emotion, you know what the first casualty of emotion is? Uh, Reason. Hey, how about yeah. that? There how you about go. That? How about it? But coach, but coach, if you got to play till one o'clock in the morning, we're gonna call Shaquille O'Neal, having to bring some Krispy Kreme donuts. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> 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 coach Daniel Broder, thanks so much for spending some time with us. Good luck to you this week. We look forward to seeing you on Saturday. Thanks, guys. Go Raiders. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.